Amen. We thank and praise God on today. We thank him for his goodness, his mercy, and his grace. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher coming to you on today from Yes and Amen. And we thank and praise God for his goodness. On today, the message is about freedom from love. Amen. And so we just lift up God. We lift you up. We're going to pray. Amen. And just call on your name, Father. And we call on you. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your word. Amen. We glorify you. We thank you on today that your word is going forth throughout the airways. And this will hear it and know that the word of God is absolute and the word of God is for real in their lives. And so we lift you up when we call on you right now. Gird up our mouth and our hearts that we speak your word, that we minister into your people in the mighty name of Jesus. And so on today... Amen. Freedom. Freedom from the law. So there's a conflict of the spirit with the old nature or the old man. And so the old man, in this context, uh, deals with the flesh, but also has a context dealing with the law. Amen. Because what the people uh, of the law couldn't do anything in the spirit realm relative to what we have in Jesus Christ on today. I mean, they did some things, they moved, but the, the, up under the law, the spirit of God in the ark, and then, and then before the ark was built, the spirit of God came upon the people, it was upon him, and it didn't enter dwell within him. On today, the Holy Spirit dwells within our physical body on today. And so, this wasn't a part of the original lesson, but I just want to share. There are six laws according to the Bible and the context. So I just want to read these, and this might be a, uh, a message for another time. I just want to read them real quick. So we have the law from the context of Moses, which... Uh, the law condemns, right? And so also we have the law as a principle. And so sin uh, and the members which is victorious over the law of the mind. Amen. And we see that from Genesis when we start dealing with and working through what Adam did and how Adam, through his denial and through what uh, the context was, that uh, the mindset and then uh, the law of sickness and disease, uh, uh, the law that relates to the understanding of wisdom uh, from the tree of, of, you have the tree of life, and then you have the tree of 
wisdom and knowledge. And then we have the law of the mind, which consists, consents to the law of Moses. Amen. But cannot do, but cannot do it because the law of sin and the members. And so the law of the mind, amen, having a regenerated mind, having a mind that's referencing the origination or the original purpose that God gave to Adam. Amen. And so by faith on today, we operate in spiritual laws and spiritual principles by faith. Amen. And then the introduction of sin and death by Adam and Eve. And then when Christ came, amen, he broke uh, the boundary and he broke the mold of uh, the bondage of sin and death. Not only that, but he broke that mind lock uh, that was introduced by Adam, that mind lock uh, that that um, the mindset and the nature of sin that was locked in from Adam up until Jesus Christ. And then we have uh, number six, which is the law of the spirit having power to deliver um, the believer from the law of sin, which is in his members. And so the law of the spirit is where we operate. Uh, we operate in that arena. We can't see it with our natural mind. Uh, the physical mind tells us and the physical person says, hey, I got to see it for myself. Amen. And so by faith, the word tells us that by faith, amen, we have to believe God by faith. And when we believe him by faith, we put into operation uh, the, the law of the spirit. And so from that, uh, the law of the spirit, amen, uh, released us from, and, and even though uh, the law of Moses, we, we, we weren't privy to that, amen, but it frees us up, the law of the spirit frees us up uh, from ritualistic thinking, from the mindset that a priest has to uh, deliver us from our sin. Jesus, once and for all, freed us from uh, sickness and disease and from our sin. And so, moreover, the Spirit works in the yielded Christian as a, amen, as a righteous We are free from the boundaries of what men in the spirit realm, amen. So we walk not by sight, but we walk by faith on today, amen. And so on today, we're going to share a little bit. Yes, glory to God. That sound is much better. Sorry about that. 
Um, so in Romans 8, 5 through 9, that's where the lesson is going to come from. Amen. So here it says, For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are of the Spirit, amen, the things of the Spirit. And so we share that we are under the law of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit dwells within us, and we are able to uh, glean from God, amen, and his Spirit. The deep places in which we are to know and are to pull from deal with unhinge on the Spirit of God. And so the Spirit of God dwelling in us, the only pathway that we can get to that condition is through Christ Jesus. Amen. Because Jesus told the disciples, he said, these things and more you will be able to do. The things that I do is because my Father in heaven has shown me. Amen. And so in Romans 8 and 6, it says, amen, for... To be carnally minded is death. To be fleshly minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Those must worship him in spirit and in truth. The deep places of God are founded by his spirit. And so then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. You can't please God with the mindset of sickness, sin, and death. But you have to transcend that level. The death, burial, resurrection, and the victory of Jesus Christ sin sickness and disease null and mute so if you're in christ you are a new creature if you're in christ all things have passed away and then romans 8 and 9 says but ye are not in the flesh but in the spirit you do not operate in the flesh but in the spirit and so when you operate in the spirit, you receive your marching orders, you receive vision, you receive fulfillment. And when you accept it by faith, you're able to operate on the earth. You're able to do the things that are supernatural. That's what Christ did. He said, these things that I show you, amen, it's because the Father has shown me. I'm, I'm not showing you anything that I have dreamed up. Anything that I have invented is because of what the Father has shown me. So on today, what is it that the Father is showing you? On today, how can you walk in the freedom? Uh, amen. So uh, conflict of the spirit with the old nature. How, how can you lay aside every weight? How can you turn aside the physical aspect of the flesh that demand? And so that from God and so that you can walk within the conditions of his spirit. Nine says, 
but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be that the spirit of God dwell, dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of God, he is none of his. Amen. Spirit of Christ. Amen. Spirit of Christ. The spirit of Christ is emulated. Shows us what Father has for us and how we should operate the spirit of Christ. He said, what I show you, I don't show you because of myself. I show you because the Father in heaven has shown me. And so in Galatians, I'm going to read this real quick, and then we're going to uh, go through and dissect Romans 8, 5 through 9. It says here, uh, this I say then, walk in the spirit as ye shall not fulfill the lust of the spirit. This is in Galatians 5, 16 through 18. It says, for the flesh lusteth against the spirit. The flesh is in a battle with the spirit. Your fleshly man is constantly fighting uh, uh, the, the truth and the nature of what your spirit man has. And so how do you strengthen your spirit man? What can you do? Well, part of it is getting in the word of God. The other part is praying. The other part is meditating uh, on the things of God. To strengthen your spirit, man, also uh, we are to pray with and utterances. Speaking in tongues will strengthen your spirit, man, allow you to combat against the lust of the flesh. Amen. But there must be some, some inner dwelling. So the Holy Ghost must be inner dwell within you. Well, how do I get the Holy Ghost? Amen. When you confess Jesus as Lord and invite him into your heart, amen, there's an element of the Holy Ghost that comes in uh, to you. Amen. And, and, and the fullness thereof. Amen. And, and if your faith is limited, you need to ask God, God, I need the Holy Spirit. God, I need your Holy Spirit so that I can walk in the Spirit and not in the flesh upon the earth. God, I need your Holy Spirit. And so now, if any man, oh, glory to God, let's get back to Galatians 5, amen, and 17, it says, For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary the one to the other so that ye cannot do the things that you would amen so the things that you would do and, and paul talks about that he could not do and so that in constant battle with his spirit man against his fleshly man Amen. And so, but we are through Christ Jesus, we are overcomers, and we are victorious. Amen. And then Galatians 5 and 18 says, But if ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. And so you're not under the law again. Amen. And so what is flesh, man? And how do we look at it? And how do we view it? In John 8, 
14 through 16, it says, Amen. Ye judge after the flesh. I judge no man. And so Jesus was letting them know, you judge after what you see with your natural eye. You're judging me and you're watching me, but I'm not judging back. God has called me and he has sent me to set the captives free. And so Jesus was letting them know. Amen. And Jesus said, and we're in John 8 and 14. Jesus answered and said unto them, Though I bear a record of myself, yet my record is true. For I know whence I come and whether I go. But ye cannot tell whence I come or whence I go. You can't tell. You can't tell because you don't have that spiritual level discernment. You're operating in the law of the flesh instead of the law of the spirit. And so judging, looking at others, passing judgment, you're operating in the physical and in the flesh. You're operating in car carnality. And it says here, and yet if I judge, my judgment is true. For I am not alone, but I and the sent me. So Jesus is letting them know, if I judge, my judgment is going to be absolute. It's going to be true. But I don't have for that because my father and I are one. And because I have a dream and a vision and I'm operating, I have a purpose upon the earth. And my purpose is to please God. My purpose is to walk in the gift and the talent and the conditions that God has called out to me in and to do. And so my flesh is in flux. My flesh is in a battle. But the spirit Jesus said that I have come that ye may have life and more abundantly. He said, I said before, blessings and curses. You choose. It's by your choosing. And we can see um, that in Genesis, when Adam and Eve sinned, he, he says here, and he, he addresses the enemy in Genesis 3 and 15. He says, and I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed, it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. So God had already set up a plan uh, when Adam and Eve did what they did. He had already set the plan in motion to redeem back to him so that we can have power and access to the very gateways of heaven so that we can declare and decree the greatness of God upon the earth before we can see it with our natural eyes we must see it and receive it in the spiritual realm which also said and this is uh, the delivery of the promise of the spiritual gift in the book of Acts 1 and 11 says, which also said, ye men of Galilee, why stand here gazing into heaven? 
this same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, amen, shall come in like manner as ye see, have seen him into the heavens. So they're saying, why, why look at, amen, the delivery of the promised gift has come. And so death is to be carnally minded in verse 6. Amen. In verse 6, it says, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Do you want a life on today? Do you want the peace that God has promised you? Right? So carnally minded And so in Ephesians, it says here, Ephesians 2 and 5, it says, Even we are dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ by grace, yet are saved. The Holy Spirit, the essence of God, dwelling inside of you, his very Ruach, Kadesh inside of you to defeat carnally mindedness to come and also here in Genesis um, in 2 and 17 it says but of the tree of life of good and evil thou shalt not eat for in that day thou shalt eat it thereof thou shalt surely die and so that tree that that God was warning Adam and Eve about was the tree that would give them the knowledge of both good and evil. And so there's a consistent battle now within the mind of men and within the spirit of men. And, and so it deals with sin and death or uh, uh, righteousness and prosperity. Sin and death righteousness and prosperity and so flux if we are without christ amen we're really here in sin and death but when we are in we are walking in righteousness amen and the other one that i named prosperity and so god set up his ultimate plan for you and I, that we don't struggle with sin and death, but that we walk in the life of victorious position relative to what his promises are. Amen. So he wants us to walk in life. He wants us, and according to Proverbs, amen, 18 and 21, it says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Amen. Life are in the power of the tongue. So what are you speaking on today? What are you talking about on today? Is it about uh, the life of Christ? Is it about the COVID? Is it about the present political situation? Or is it about my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory? Where are you today? How are you walking today? Are you walking in life? 
2 Corinthians says to us in 2 and 16, it says to be one, we are the Savior. To be the one, we are the Savior of death unto death. And to the other, the Savior of life unto life. And who is sufficient for these things? Pick today, death or life. Today, I pick Christ on today. So to be carnally minded is death. Amen. In Romans 12, 8 and 12, it says, Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to life after the flesh. What after the flesh? What is going on? Right? We have to see beyond the temporal things upon the earth, but we must see into that which is to come, but that which is all operational upon the earth on today. Walking in the Spirit of God. Jude says, 23, it says, And others saved with fear pulled them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. So which is it? Do I accept Christ or do I not? on today. I choose life. I walk after the things of God. I hunger and thirst for the righteousness and the right position of God because Christ is sitting on the right hand, sitting there. And so I take the law of God in Christ Jesus on today. Wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, that we might be justified in faith. The law is our schoolmaster to teach us, but to point to, not the law like Moses' law, but the law of God, reference enlightenment. He said, and it's where he says, spirit of man, is the candle of the Lord. Your spirit, the spirit of man, is the candle of the Lord. And so we are to connect and to interconnect with Christ Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Worship God, must worship him in spirit and in truth. Seek not after the flesh, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. Amen. And when you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all other things will be added unto you. Those things that will be added will not be burdensome. They will not place you in a position of fear and doubt. God has an abundant flow and an abundance for you. Amen. He is not a man that he should lie. He watches over his word to perform it. He has come that we should have life and that more abundantly. And so we seek the things of God. We turn away from the carnality of the flesh upon the earth. 
Amen. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. Has been activated for you if you're in Christ Jesus. And so if so, be that the spirit of God dwell in you. How, if any man have not the spirit of God, he is not of his Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek the things that God has set aside for you. You have been set up for success in the spirit realm of God. Amen. We see with the birth of Christ, amen, the first of his kind, that his spirit, amen, bonded to the spirit of God, being born impregnated inside Mary had the son of man and the son of God and so God's spirit within him amen consuming him and so when we look at the word of God and we go in and and, and really decisively study and decisively take the mindset of God, we must walk after, we must seek after him. And so, I, what do you choose today? Do you choose life? Do you choose life today? Or do you choose to be carnal-minded carnal on today? I choose life on today. I choose the things of God on today. We must glorify God. We must glorify him. Romans 8 and 10 says, And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. And so God has set us in a right position before God. He has restored us by the realm of the Spirit. So I want to encourage you on today in the things of God to the, the walk in His Spirit receive of the wholeness of his word on today. If you don't know Christ on today, amen, just accept him on today. Accept him as Lord over your life. Accept him, amen, and turn away from carnality and death. But look to God on today, amen. We thank you, Father, for your word on today. For your glory. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy. And so we walk in you, we see the fullness of who you are on today. And we thank you, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Glory to your name, Father.